0: It's Toronto's Podcast on the Canada's Podcast Network.
1: Hi everyone, I'm Phil Bliss a Business Visionary and welcome to Toronto's Podcast, part of the Canada's Podcast Network your source of great insights from entrepreneurs across Canada. Today, I'd like to introduce you to Patricia Tish Conlin. She heads up the Global Consulting Group, a leading talent solutions company with about 25 years, finding leaders for our clients in IT, engineering, real estate, finance, and healthcare companies. GCG has end-to-end solutions for talent acquisition, executive coaching, wellness, and transition, along with retirement transition solutions. As well as building GCG, Tish is passionate about wellness. As a registered holistic nutritionist, certified emotional and social intelligence trainer, and black belt martial artist, Tish has seen the difference coaching makes to improve lives and performance. Tish is a well-known speaker, and her first book, The ABCs of Food, Boost Your Energy, Confidence and Success is now available, and she's writing her second book on building inner resilience. So Tish, I've really been looking forward to this. Welcome to Canada's podcast. Tell us a little bit more about yourself, you know, where you're from, give us the details on your current business, and you know, things that are important to you.
0: Wow. Well, thanks very much, Phil. I'm absolutely thrilled to be here, and I must say, I really enjoy listening to this podcast series. It's a great platform for budding entrepreneurs and existing entrepreneurs. So, thank you for all your hard work to create this great content. It's uh, fantastic. But yes, my my journey is uh, is unique as they all are. I, um, I've always been a little bit of an entrepreneur growing up. I always had my own small business, whether it was selling crafts or garage selling, etc. I had multiple interests, I was passionate about food and health, I had a scholarship to be a food scientist actually, but my other passion of culture and language uh, took over and in university I ended up doing my third year abroad in Germany and ended up with an arts degree. When I graduated back in the 90s, it was a bit of a recession and it was hard to find a job. Mm. I had a short contract working for the Quebec government. And unfortunately, that experience, uh, you know, working in a slower pace, a lot of disengagement and apathy in the the office. And it was really hard to keep the motivation up. My boss left after one week and I didn't know what to do. So I created my own job and I realized I am much more of an entrepreneur suited at a faster pace. (laughs) So promptly looked for a role in Toronto, joined an executive search firm. And within a year, unfortunately, they went bankrupt. So one year out of university, I started Global Consulting Group and with my mother and father's wonderful support in my, uh, one of the bedrooms converted, I started the company and never looked back. And so I had a lot of, uh, lot of fun building it and was able to use all my languages. I, I have three, although it's hard to keep them up great. Great. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, got some great clients, some great adventures along the way, built my team and, um, you know, diversified our product line and sectors over the years. So it's been a great, great. ride.
1: I spent a lot of time in recruitment in my earlier career as well. We probably were competing with each other, but that's <laughs> yes. another, that's another yes. story. Yes, it so, is. Uh, so you kind of did, did this, but, you know, what was the stop moment? I mean, it, I'm always interested, you kind of covered it a little bit. What was the, what I term the stop moment when you decided I got to become an entrepreneur?
0: Well, it, it always has been in me. I realized um, not everyone is wired to be an entrepreneur, and that is okay. But for me, uh, the freedom and flexibility, the creativity and the pace always uh, drove me. So really, my whole life has been uh, working as an entrepreneur. When the company uh, went bankrupt, I remember back then I had recipe cards. So I'd been building my client base, writing them down diligently. I took them home and I told my parents, it was not even a second thought. I'm starting my company tomorrow. I'm start- yeah. incorporating, I'm going all out. This is going to be it. First, they were a bit, they looked at me like, are you sure? And then they knew me well enough to go, okay, let's go for it. <laughs> so I never really looked back. And along the way, I've diversified my uh, service offerings. I've done yep. innovating. We've started an RPO program, which is kind of a Mm-hmm. outsource recruitments going fabulously. Good. And um, a number of our other services, coaching and wellness have, have happened organically within our client base based on need and great relationships we've built.
1: So how do you maintain your focus? I mean, you know, my experience of entrepreneurs is are so busy. How do you kind of separate being busy from, you know, maintaining the focus that you need to succeed?
0: It's an, a great question, Phil, and something I've struggled with over the years, also being a, a mother of two very active young boys and <laughs> some of the other challenges in life. But I think uh, having developed this ability to focus as a martial arts artist over the years, I mean, this intense focus, people tell me it's one of those things about me. I'm able to get a lot done quickly mm-hmm. and that, that real narrow focus. I, I think learning how to concentrate deeply on tasks and really improve output and a lot of people now are juggling multiple tasks at once. They say now multitasking is actually not as effective as working on one task at a time. So I try to chunk my work into a 60 or 90-minute segment where I'm doing, for example, all business development. I'm responding only to emails, and I'm not going back and forth between tasks. And I find I get a lot more done that way, and I don't have to work as long hours. So for me, that, that really works well.
1: How do you get past that, you know, that what I term the entrepreneurial glass ceiling where, where you, you end up spending 70 hours a week working, that's the execution side of it. You said you like to have some time and you've got your kids and everything else. How did you manage to do that? Because it's a real problem for entrepreneurs yes. that, I, that I find anyway.
0: You're right. And it, it's something, I mean, I do coaching as well. And I think, I think I teach people, number one is you want to maintain high energy levels. If you're not healthy and you're not, you're not, you don't have good habits, you end up wasting a lot more time. So that's one thing. I make sure I have those healthy times in between work where I'm you know, recharging my battery so that it, I don't waste time. Mm-hmm. Also prioritizing. A lot of stuff just doesn't need to get done right away. So you work on the things that, you know, that are high priority for your business. Uh, client, client needs are always first. You want to have excellent client relationships. There's a lot of things you can outsource too. I mean, I've learned to outsource uh, and the costs relative to if you did them yourself, I think it's a, there's a value to outsourcing where needed. So mm-hmm. I have built a good team of people who can do the things that are complimentary to me so I can focus on the, the core areas that we need to grow the business. That's helped me save time as well. But it is a problem. And even now, I'm not going to, you know, honestly, there are some times that I'm, I'm working those long hours. But other times, I balance it back again. So I make sure I have an outlet every day. Like usually a couple times a week, I swim on my lunch hours. A couple times a week in the morning, I do a fitness or yoga class. So try to keep it really balanced. And I, I tend to get more done that way. Works for me anyways.
1: So, let's move to Toronto, which is what this is all about. What are the biggest benefits for you for being an entrepreneur in Toronto? You know, why here? Why not, why not somewhere else?
0: Well, I mean, I, I'm an absolute fan of Toronto. I mean, I love Toronto. I, you know, I grew up, I was born in Sudbury, Ontario, but moved to North mm-hmm. ETA mm-hmm. when I was still very young. My father was a mechanical engineer and traveled here and, you know, the opportunities were here. So I have a great friend base here. Although now friends, you know, they go across Canada and we keep in touch. But excellent associations for uh, some of our key sectors in IT and engineering, real estate and the healthcare sector. You know, I do speaking engagements here. I mean, there's just even the Toronto Film Festival. The arts here are phenomenal. I like to support that. Toronto is a great city, so I feel really uh, I feel really lucky to be uh, have a business here. And I find I was very fortunate to be able to purchase a house on the main street of Markham and convert it into a commercial property. So that'll that has been a great value add having uh, that piece of real estate under my belt as uh, as a business owner too.
1: Is there a place in Toronto or close to the city, which is where you live, <laughs>
0: that, that
1: you like to recharge, you know, get inspired?
0: Yes. Well, for me, I mean, um, I was for, my father uh, passed away, unfortunately, a few years ago, wonderful man and a really great carpenter as well as an engineer. So I inherited um, the cottage. So I love to go up north and putter away just like he did and mm-hmm. work on things with my kids and partner. Mm-hmm. Um, also, um, I like to run in, uh, I like to get into the forest. I mean, uh, Durham, I live in, actually in Durham, which is just outside. So I uh, I spend time in the forest there and also in my community by the lake. And I'm, a, I'm not an avid gardener, but I'm a budding gardener. So learning as I go, We every year we expand our vegetable garden. So I like to spend time in the garden as well. I find that really a great recharge.
1: What does the first hour of your day look like? You know, when is, it, when is that first hour? Do you have a routine? I'm always interested to find out what people's routines are. Yes, Be-
0: Well, for me, I mean, because I have two uh, very active boys, uh, 12 and 11, um, first hour is kind of getting up, uh, hustling up breakfast, feeding the cats, you know, getting lunches going. I must confess uh, that I am, although I'm extremely high energy, people say I'm not an early riser. It's not natural (laughs) for me. So usually my youngest son has to prod me to get up. Mommy, get up, get up. (laughs) So he's the early riser. But right from there, it's full steam ahead. Uh, In the mornings, I usually talk to my team, you know, get our focus for the day. What are our priorities? Um, Usually within the first hour that happens. If I'm driving to work, then I'm listening to a a great podcast or Mm -hmm. one of my books, uh, my audio books, which I love to do. Mm -hmm. If I'm working from home, which I do, uh, then I often start my day with a fitness class that gets my energy going. And uh, exercise is so good for, um, you know, everything, just confidence, et cetera. So that's usually my first hour. And then it's nonstop after that, literally uh, flying everything right in. You know,
1: you you kind of uh, talked about this. You know, being entrepreneurs being wired differently. Now, you're being in recruitment, you see a lot of people. Any insights on how we're wired differently?
0: Well, uh. I mean, I wanted to say because a number of years ago, I, I switched, uh, you know, I built other divisions within my company and I mm-hmm. didn't do that for no reason. I have a, a degree, but I went back to school to become a registered holistic nutritionist and got mm-hmm. certified as a emotion intelligence trainer because I, there was so much happening not only in my life. But with people coming to me who were seeking jobs, who were breaking down, who were mm-hmm. stressed out, who are facing chronic illness. So I I switched scares to become more diversified and also started coaching. And when I meet people who are building their own company, some people are just They're not suited for being an entrepreneur, and they realize that um, very quickly. But other people are, and there's not one way or the other. So I'm just saying not everyone Mm -hmm. is built to be an entrepreneur. But for me, it was a, a driving need to be an entrepreneur. I've always been driven and passionate, and I think entrepreneurs have a higher risk tolerance for sure. We have a higher need for self-actualization to put our own stamp on things. And I think we like to control the process and be in charge, I think, a little bit more. Entrepreneurs can can accept the risk, uh, maybe the failure, maybe have a bit more stamina, and mm-hmm. I think sometimes just just have that burning yeah. desire to create something. Yeah, I something. think I
1: think resilience is is yes. a requirement for sure. Absolutely, for sure,
0: you know. but I yeah. I haven't regretted a moment of it through all the ups and downs and yeah. uh, the failures and successes. I it's been a great great journey for me. I yeah. love it every second of it.
1: So here here's the question: What books are you reading? Or audiobooks, because you said you like to listen to audiobooks. And what would you recommend sort of currently uh, amongst those?
0: Uh, So for me, I am a voracious reader, like a lot of people. Um, I mean, voracious maybe, but I love reading. It goes in spits and starts. But recently I've read, I read Listen to 12 Rules for Life by Jordan Peterson. I thought it was an Mm -hmm, excellent book, mm -hmm. Um, Daring Greatly. Brene Brown um, was, was good, really good. And uh, Mastery, Robert Greene is a great book to listen to if you wanna become an entrepreneur, you wanna build something. I thought it's a great book, mm-hmm. classic. I listen to The Alchemist, uh, Paulo Coelho. I love books on personal transformation. And, you know, I'm also interested in fantasy and sci fi. When I'm not reading, I love to watch Game of Thrones. I'm a big fan (laughs) of that uh, series. Wow, that last show was excellent. So I'm very diverse in my reading. And obviously, garden books, nutrition books, health books. I mean, I have a really wide range of books that I'm interested in. But uh, for business leaders, um, I think those, those ones I recommend are good. And I also like Dan Goleman, who coined the term emotional intelligence. He, writes, he wrote a great book on focusing, which is good for entrepreneurs, focus, getting in the zone. And cool. when I'm doing training, I often recommend that book cool. to people.
1: If you weren't doing what you do now, what would you like to do for a profession?
0: Well, that's another great question. And I mean, I've always been good in sales and fell into recruitment and never looked back and mm-hmm. had great adventures. But I think my passion over the last decade has turned, as I mentioned, to speaking, training, and coaching. I mean, I went through a decade where I lost my mother, my father. I even lost my husband, no, uh, chronic illness, and uh, you know, also while raising two children. And so I realized there's a lot of ways we can prevent things and help people to lead Mm -hmm. healthier and happier lives. So I really love to get more involved in speaking and podcasting. So, you know, it's, it's something that I I love to do. So I'd love to get more involved in that too.
1: So the opposite, what kind of job wouldn't you like to do?
0: Oh, geez. There's a lot of them. I, um, I know, uh, you know, my first experience out there, I like meaning purpose and I'm extremely motivated and driven. Any job I ever had is a temp. I'd be like, Shh, I get it done. What's next? You know, <laughs> I mastered this. What's next? You know, uh, so I love to learn. I love to be va- valuable and useful. Mm-hmm. So I need a job where I'm helping something, you know, something actually uh, for a better better cause or better mm-hmm. reason. So, I, I mean, there's a lot of jobs that just, just don't suit me. I know customer service as well would be one where I, I probably would end up saying something that I'm... Yeah, I, I,
1: <laughs> I've, I've been told that quite candidly. So. <laughs> You
0: know. <laughs> but uh, I do admire, I'm always nice yeah. to people who call me, yeah. even yeah. You know, yeah. anyone, okay. because I know so, that's tough.
1: <laughs> so in business, you know, what's your favorite word? You know, what, what, what do you like, your favorite expression?
0: Well, I have a lot of... Uh, You know, historical figures who I really admire, people Mm. like Leonardo da Vinci ahead of their time, Mm. Benjamin Mm. Franklin, Mm. and of course, having studied German literature, Goethe. Mm. And there's expression that I love that Goethe says, I mean, he's an amazing man. Um, At the moment of commitment, the universe conspires to assist you. So I think when you really want something and you go all in and you focus and you believe in it, I think you can do amazing things. So I think that's a great quote, for sure. Mm.
1: How would you describe yourself in a couple of words?
0: I am uh, passionate, driven, focused, and funny. I've been told I'm, especially if I've had a glass of wine. (laughs) Life is too too important to take seriously, I always think. <laughs> so,
1: so, so well, I live in wine country, so I kind can. Of oh yes, okay.
0: I love good food, and good wine. I, 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 life is good.
1: So, so, what keeps you up at night, if anything? You know, maybe maybe nothing keeps you up at night.
0: Well, no, actually, I mean, as a registered holistic nutritionist as well, I've I've struggled with good sleep, and so when I'm coaching people, I always recommend magnesium. I have to give that nugget to people mm-hmm. out there, entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. magnesium is a vital mineral, so important for our health. And a lot of people are deficient and it helps you sleep better. So I have struggled with sleep because I am, I have a very active mind. I Mm -hmm. juggle multiple businesses. So, but the thing that has kept me up the most uh, in my life as a, you know, as a woman, as well as conflict is people conflict and trying to solve it and trying to, you know, create harmony and, Sometimes you can, sometimes you can, but I have learned in my career that, particularly with clients, and I have great clients now. But if it's not working, sometimes it's best to fire them, you know, Um, and just. It's one of the benefits
1: of of being an entrepreneur. Yes,
0: (laughs) but yeah, I've been blessed with wonderful friends, family, and relationships. But usually, the people said how to how to help people become their best. That's what keeps me up.
1: What are the top three things on your what we term inspired life list?
0: What do you mean? Things I want to do? or Yeah, yeah. Well, I really want to speak more. It's, it's in me. I've been told I'm decent at it. Yeah. So I'm building my speaking career. I've, I've done a lot of speaking within my own sector, in the recruitment mm-hmm. sector, mm-hmm. Um, been a keynote. And I'm just in the last year or two, I'm breaking into other verticals, okay. uh, booked for different associations, health, whether it's sales, human resources, um, or leadership Uh, So platforms and summits. So I'm really excited about that. And um, I am, you know, I want to be a great mother. That's really important to me as much as my business, uh, building two responsible, resilient boys. That's a, uh, you know, that's important. They're both competitive soccer players. So like me, I was. that's a big project. And then just, um, I do want to finish my next book. So okay. I've started it, okay. a book on resilience. I've tentatively called it uh, thrive mind or thrive reality. I haven't decided yet, but I'm mm-hmm. hoping to have that completed by next year.
1: If you have any advice that you, that you've received that made a difference that you want to pass on to other entrepreneurs, I, I think, you know, this is, this is all about a community of entrepreneurs listening to each other and learning from each other what would that gem be?
0: Well, I mean, I, it's, it's an amazing question and not having thought about it too much, I, I, I mean, there's so much I could say, but really it's important to know yourself, know your strengths, know your weaknesses. Um, as an entrepreneur, you're going to fail, you're gonna make mistakes, accept that, learn from it, don't beat yourself up. And if you have a vision and you have a passion for something, keep going. Keep going. You're going to learn and don't focus so much on the final result. You must be successful by this date. Focus on the journey and process improvement each step of the way and enjoy the journey, have fun with it and try to keep it as balanced as possible because people do burn out. So, uh, you know, as a health coach, I want to make sure that yeah. that is, is received. Okay. There was a great, um, I listened to someone and I can't remember who at this point, but they talked about the, the importance of paying attention out there. So you never know what's going to happen if you're paying attention. Great things can happen. And constantly show wonder and awe in life. You know, be amazed, be thrilled with things. So show excitement and then tell others. So mm. in your product messaging and your service, get that excitement and energy into what you do and good things will happen.
1: So here's the tropical island question, which if you've listened, you might, might have heard it. Yes. So there's a small tropical island just off Fiji, one phone booth, no internet. We drop you off there. Is you there any have...
0: food? I, that's uh, the one thing. No one no, no, seems to answer no, that. Yeah, no, I
1: know. Well, there's a big sea, so you can... Oh, only fish. You don't have a computer. You don't have a smartphone or anything like that. Jeez. Uh, you, can't, you can use the phone booth located there anytime to call the boat back. How long would you last?
0: Well, I was going to ask. I mean, if there's no food and water...
1: Oh, there's, <laughs> Some food, people... there's, there's food and water if you if you're prepared to to, to work in it.
0: Okay. okay, and no books either. I can't even bring uh, my books. No, no. Books. if there's not a hammock either, not even yeah. a nice hammock. I'm not sure how long I'd last. <laughs> <laughs> because even though I'm a Survivor fan, I you know I watch it with the family, yeah. and I as a martial artist and a, yeah. I'm a pretty tough woman. I think oh, I could stick it out. But at least they have a company and rice, and you're competing <laughs> for a million dollars. If it's just me on an island i think i'd pick up that phone i might sit by the ocean for a day i do like i do like my own solitude because i rarely get it yeah. so just watching the awe of the ocean but maybe i'd call the next day because i've got a lot of stuff to do <laughs> my yeah. boys would for
1: be me it might be three, it, might, it might be three or four days for me i'm a bit like yeah
0: that. it's not long that's you know. for sure but if I had books, I could stay a week and just It's, read. A,
1: it's a great question because we get completely different answers yes, from everyone. Yes. No, it's fun. It's, it's
0: fun. Thanks.
1: How can our listeners get a hold of you? Is there anything you'd like to add that I've missed uh, before we kind of leave today?
0: Yes. Well, for my uh, coaching business, uh, I have my speaking and coaching site is uh, www.tishconlan.com, T-I-S-H-C-O-N-L-A-N.com. I have developed some online courses I'm really uh, thrilled with and I've uh, been building my affiliate network which I'm really excited about so I have transformational health and success six session videos and um, you can subscribe to my newsletter there for my talent services company um, my consulting firm it's global triple w global consulting and uh, you can learn more about us there we've lots of tips and tools for job seekers and for uh, people small business owners as well on both sites, and both have uh, newsletters you can subscribe to. Or you can connect with me on LinkedIn. I have a, uh, uh, it's Patricia Conlin, Patricia brackets Tish Conlin on uh, LinkedIn or other social media, Facebook as well. We have the page and um, Instagram
1: and Twitter. Okay. Well, thanks very much, Tish. We kind of bumped into each other about four years ago. It's yes. Been, it's nice seeing you and yes. uh, appreciate, the, appreciate the input. Thank you. Well,
0: Thank you very much for having me. It's been my pleasure. It's been a great show. Thank you so much.
1: Thanks, everyone, for taking the time today to listen to Toronto's podcast on the Canada's Podcast Network. I hope you enjoyed the podcast today. Make sure you sign up for our newsletters or write a review for us on iTunes. You can connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, or at canadaspodcast.com, where you can listen, discover, and engage. You can also check out what other entrepreneurs are doing across the country. I'll see you next time.